What's up, family? Joe B. from CrusherCast here. We're ready to rock and roll. We're firing back up again. Uh, did an interview last night with a really good friend of mine. Uh, I don't get to see him as much as I used to. Moved up to Michigan. Um, this guy, I bet I met him 10 years ago. And he was just another, we, we called him the kid or... Uh, uh, smiling Joe is <laughs> what he became, but you know, he was kind of the kid. Uh, he was trying to put his life together and kind of like we were, and, uh, we were helping him and he was helping us. And he, you know, we, we just came to love him. He started dabbling in, uh, mixed martial arts, uh, and, uh, was, preparing for some competition and then he uh he had his first match won his first match and uh he had started to school uh i believe he was wanting to wanting to become a engineer was his goal um and then uh something horrific happened he had a he had a little daughter a little baby daughter and uh, uh girlfriend and there was a, a horrific event that happened one night and uh, resulted in a murder and uh, resulted in Joe getting shot multiple times. And uh, I'll, I'll let him tell the story. But uh, all of us that were around, we watched him go through this. And uh, when he finally woke up, he did something that amazed all of us and made us all question. whether we had the i don't i don't want to say the the spiritual fortitude but uh if if we had it in us to do the thing that he did and uh to be the person he was on the other side of it um <laughs> i call i i think of joe as a as an adrenaline junkie uh and he I, I called him that in this interview, and he, he quickly uh, corrected me and let me know that he's a thrill seeker, and you'll hear that. But uh, I, I just know that you guys are going to watch this, and you guys are going to be as inspired by Joe as I am on a daily basis. I see him, and um, he truly is smiling, Joe. Uh, his, he, he, he leads an extraordinary life and he is the greatest single dad you've ever, you've ever met. He's such a fun dad with, with Chloe, his daughter, and, uh, uh, just giving her the, the most amazing life. And, uh, um, yeah, so I, I really think you guys are going to love this one. And, uh, when, when I started this podcast, you know, ordinary people inspired lives, Joe is was immediately top three people, if not the top, that came to mind. Um, so after this COVID, we started off with Big Dave, and then the COVID hit, and uh, so now we are relaunching with our friends at Cerebral Entertainment Podcast Network, um, and this is our first big episode back. And uh, I couldn't think of any better way to start than than with Joe Kloss. Um, 
those those of you who've watched my my interview with Dave uh know that at the end I I I just give him give my guest free reign to to do shameless plugs or shout outs to whoever they want um give him a little time to do that and Joe had some people he wanted to shout out and he ended up forgetting Somebody very, very, a couple people that are very, very important to him who have some things that he wanted to promote. And he wanted to shout out and give them a big plug. And we forgot to do it. So what we did is we fired the cameras back up and we did a little plug. So you're going to see that butted at the end of this. Um, just because he and I both really wanted to give shout outs to these guys. And uh, it's a little awkward and clunky, but... You get the you, you feel the love, <laughs> and uh, and uh, we just we just felt we had to do it. So so we did it. So it, it's gonna we'll wrap it up, and then there's gonna be a little tag on the end that's just a few minutes of us giving a plug to somebody very special to us. And uh, yeah, so here we go. Uh, we're firing back up, Crusher Cast. We're rolling. So hang with us and, 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 and really sit back and listen. And I think you'll be smiling at Smiling Joe by the time it's all said and done. Uh, he's, he's an amazing human being and he inspires me regularly. So without further ado, Joe Claus. What's up, family? Joe B here from Crusher Cast. I got my good buddy Joe Kloss here with me. Uh, we're gonna hang out and talk a little bit. Uh, did you get caught in the storms on the way here? A little bit. A little, a little bit. bit. It's it kind was, of fun. Was it fun? Yeah. I was hydroplaning a yeah. little bit. No, I just got new tires. They they roll good. So oh, it's okay. Fun. Cool. Well, thank you for doing this. Um, when I started this, you were one of the first people that I thought of actually, um, but. Not everybody's as open to, to talk about certain things in their life, you know what I mean? Uh, I was hoping that you would so much. And uh, I don't get to see you that much anymore because you're up north being a being a good dad and a good provider and stuff. So Crusher Cast is Ordinary People Inspired Lives. And I'm starting with all the people in my life who inspire the hell out of me. And you are one of those people. Thank you. And we'll get into why later, specifics. But in general, I met you, you were a, a young man. <laughs> uh, uh, trying to find your way, I'll just put it that way. Trying to, trying to get your life straightened out and getting get back on track uh, like most of us were back then. But uh, I think everyone's nickname for you was Smiling Joe. You got this infectious smile. And uh, no, I ain't hitting on you right now. Um, <laughs> I'm taking it as a, <laughs> as, you feel I gotta take all I can get these right. things, man. Um, so, but there's just, there was always something about you. And then I watched you go through something. Uh, something <laughs> traumatic, 
scary, earth-shaking, and that in itself would have, watching you walk through that, that in itself would have qualified you for me having you on here as you being an, an inspiration. And what mutual friends of ours talk about going through stuff like that with some grace and some dignity. And I watched you go through this, this event that we'll get into in a little bit uh, with grace and dignity and then add forgiveness on the end of it. And that made me question who I was at the core and what I believed at the core and what it made me as long. And I think I can speak for a lot of our other friends. It made us all ask ourselves, are we there yet? Are we at a point yet to where we could forgive in a situation like that? Um, God, I hope so, because it was beautiful to watch. It really was. It was inspiring and beautiful to watch. Um, so anyway, I've massaged you enough. Um, so I know Joe Kloss, uh, I know you've dabbled and still dabble in mixed martial arts. Uh, you are a very educated man, mechanical engineer? That's it. Mechanical engineer, single dad. Ladies. Ladies. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Clo how old's Chloe now? She is 10 years old. Oh my God, dude. Right? She, I mean, she was a baby. You were around before, I knew you before she was even thought of. Really? You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess so, yeah. Um, so, We'll just get into who you are. What what was it like growing up, Joe? Um, I was like Mr. Poopy Pants, like awkward kid. I think, man. To be honest with you, um, I uh, I grew up in uh, Delwood, Missouri. Delwood? Okay. Yeah, right out, right, out, right near Ferguson. Um, and you know, it was. I was I always had trouble fitting in with people, but I always just thought if I was like nice to people, and it was it was just a rough neighborhood. So maybe maybe I took the wrong approach on that. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe if I was just nice to people, but I always felt like um, an outcast, if you will. You know, some people were definitely I think hard on me in that neighborhood, but um, I, I definitely some people definitely had it hard, a lot harder than me. You know, yeah, so mom and dad both work. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, mom was at first. Mom, you know, you know, because I was one of four with my, my my real dad, and um, and then my mom, you know, they split up, and then then my mom kind of, you know, married someone else who had like a couple other kids, and then she was kind of the Brady caretaker. Bunch, yeah. 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 And then uh, you know, after like all of us were like old enough and competent, then then she went back to work. So, uh -huh. but yeah, um, lots of brothers and sisters. Um, I don't know, like. You know, the nice thing only lasted so long that I started getting in fights all the time. And, you know, I went from, I think, I don't know, I would, my mom would probably say I was never like a sweet and nice kid, but like I really did try to be nice at one point. And then it just seemed like it was easier to be a bad kid. You know, <laughs> right. fire was cool, um, fast cars. You know, my mom, I, I, my mom, God bless her, I can't remember the exact age. I don't even remember doing this. But I was like, like little age, still in a car seat age. But my parents were warming up a car, uh -huh. and I climbed out into the car and drove it into the neighbor's house. 
Okay, so I'm like Don and Dolan. Don and Dolan. Okay, and um, I I vaguely remember it, but I remember them telling me about it. And I, like it was funny, like a couple years ago, like my mom, it was like I was a teen, like a late teens, and like my mom was going somewhere. And I have a younger brother, and I was like. You turn off the car, just throw them back in the house. She's like, I've learned my lesson from leaving the keys in, you know, in the car with the kit, okay? And that was you, you know, like, okay, yeah, okay, fair. You know, it's, uh-huh. but, um, you know, and then, then high school and, and whatnot was like kind of a. a did, you, did you get good grades you did in school? Until I started using drugs. When was that? Yeah. Was that down there or? Yeah, I'd say it like started down there, but then, um, you know, it just, I think I was, anything I ever did that I put my effort into, I was good at, including school. Mm-hmm. And then that was the thing that kind of fell off. Now, did you, you didn't graduate down there, did you? I actually didn't graduate from high school. I got my GED. But did you go to high school down there? No. no I went to high school in Lincoln County. Lincoln County? Yeah. Did you go to Troy? Yep. Buchanan? Yep. Okay. What year did you move out there? Or what grade? I was in eighth grade. You were in eighth grade? Yeah. Okay. 2011, uh, 2001, because, yeah, 9 So were you the mysterious new kid at school, the, the tough? Did you ride in on the with the leather jacket? No. No. no I went like footloose? No, no, I, I, I never <laughs> was that cool. Um, no, um... I, I think like, and I can't remember the whole lot, but I, I do remember the awkwardness of being the new kid, yeah. but it was like, um, it, I, I don't know, it just seemed to, I seemed to fit in a little bit better, Okay, maybe. Uh-huh. Um, so that was, that was, uh, that was, that was a pretty cool. And then, um, but yeah, then, um, then like, you know, Manhood, you know, and like women, you know, it's like they started to like. I was like, you said that like you were thirteen. The, the manhood thing. Yeah, I was going for that, the Mister Poopy fans thing. No, oh, but no, uh, no uh, I, you know, girls started thinking I was cute. I was like, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I'm, right. I was like, what else do you want me to show you? You know, type right. of, yeah. Too. So yeah, um, but yeah, uh, as soon as like. You know, women and like that type of scene started hitting. You know, like partying, women and whatnot. Like, I, I like school became uh, an afterthought. You know, it was just like somewhere to go to meet people and talk about what we were gonna do this right. week. Find out where the party was, right? Yeah, That's you I know. Used to, yeah. So. I like played football and was in sports, but like it's you know kind of like that. You know, started you know falling off then too. So mm-hmm. growing up. So did you quit to party? Did you quit school to party, or did you quit to go to work, or, or what did what did that look like? Uh, were you, or were you like me, just quit school and laid around and got yelled at? Well, it was more of a, a guy. I kept getting in fights, and it was between like like being in trouble for like drugs or drinking or fighting, and it was just. Like, they wanted to suspend me for a year, <laughs> and I was like, okay, you know, then with, and then eventually, um, I got my GED, actually, before I graduated, oh, so, okay. um, so. Was there any, like, role models or mentors or anything like that back then that you can think of? Uh, you know, I didn't look up to anybody or anything then, you know, but, like, 
I, I would say like growing up, I grew up, I'm, I'm 33 now and I'm still growing up, if you will, you know, so it's like, I'm 50 and I'm still growing up. You know, it's like, I definitely, at the time, I didn't realize how important role models are, were, but like my dad and my stepdad, you know, for sure, you know, I, like, you know, someone said to me once, now was, now, was your dad still active in your absolutely, life? Absolutely, absolutely. And like, I, I could tell my parents didn't like each other, right. but, but they never, I never, I, like, I see people who kind of put kids in the middle. Yeah, yeah. My parents never did that. That's and awesome. I am so... You're blessed. I, so blessed. And, you know, like, I, I don't like labeling anybody as a per, as perfect, but, like, you know, my parents and, and whatnot, you they know... Did really well, man. Did, did really well. And I'm not, I was not the greatest son I, I um but like they um you know my someone told me that like being a role model you know when you're around kids you don't have a choice you have a choice of being a good one or a bad one and um you know you know when I look back on things and just like you know they didn't give me profound speeches and Vince Lombardi pet talks and all that bullshit but they set examples and I think that's, you know, as a young man, that's like the, a strong, strong male figures in your life, you know? And Is that a tool you use now? I, absolutely. You know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not, one, I don't know if I'm one for, you know, like I said, like those profound speeches and whatnot, but I can, I think I can lead by example, you know, like being, you know, going to work every day, you know, and giving your best at what you do, you, everything you do, like do it, you know, care about what you do. And um, and if you don't like what you're doing, do something else, right, you know, right. like that's the, you know, with my little one, that's the, that's the, the type of example I want to set, you know, if, you know, she talks to me about, um, we have some funny conversations and um, she's actually one of my, probably, she, I don't know if a role model is the right word, but probably motivates me more well, than anything. Inspiration, role model, or mentor. Yeah, because well. um, I, I definitely tell you my my ambition in life changed after. Like I was just kind of con content with how things were going, you know, mm -hmm. my life, you know, and then she kind of came along, and it's like I have to do more. Mm -hmm. I have to do more. And um, but yeah, she. Um, we had a conversation. <laughs> Yeah, our conversations are, are so funny. Like, uh, you know, we, um, I asked her, like, what do you, what do you want to be when you grow up? You know, like, what do you want to go to school for? Like, or, or no, I think I want to be a, a YouTube, like, YouTuber. Or, you know, or she, like, changes her mind every day. And I was like, and, like, my, my, you know, where she's at in her life, like, do whatever you want to do. Just be, just be your best at it. You know, I'm like, that's. I, you know, for me, it's like I had this idea that I wanted to be a football player when I grew up, grew up. And like my dad, you know, always get to practice, push up, you know, hard, work out, you know, and um, eat good, you know. Like it was like um, that. That's like that's he's telling me to push, you know, yeah. like sort of towards that. So I'm like, that's you know, whether she's a YouTuber or a TikToker or whatever they do these days, you know, just it changes weekly. Do your best. Dude, and yeah. then, um, but you know, my uncles, you know, I'd say, you know, just a lot of my family. I, I don't, I, and I don't, I don't know if I ever give them the credit they deserve, but like, I hope, you know, like I wouldn't be where I am without all the people that have always been there. You know, yeah. it wasn't, you know, watching famous baseball players and whatnot, you know, and, like oh that's cool, but it's like the people that are in your day to day life set the 
set the set the scale of what you're going to do day to day in your life. Yeah, so. I think you and I are a lot alike in that. That's I can look back on my past and <clears throat> I I looked up to rock stars and stuff like that. But that was a whole different thing, you know. Yeah. But now looking back, like like you said, <laughs> you said I go to work every day. That was my old man. He went to work every single day. No ifs, ands, or buts. A little sick, go to work. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, don't, go to sick, go, don't go to work sick now. Right? <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Um, so, uh, did did your drinking and using ever take hold? I mean, I, I know a little bit of it, but um, absolutely. Um, was there anything that it it maybe derailed? Did you look back and think? I think with. I, I, you know, my, my parents, you know, I, 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 like it definitely strained our relationship. You know, I'm, I'm one of seven brothers and sisters, you know, including my step siblings and it strained them, um, you know, and not just, not just the, the using and, the, um, and the drinking, but like the mentality that went with behaviors. the behaviors, the lying, the, like everything that I did to, 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 to get the, what I needed, you know, kind of also derailed things and it was um i would say now you know it's 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 definitely a thing of the past and i think they definitely i mean it's definitely people you know shrugged away you know it's like oh it's joe was younger and whatnot his right. party days but it, like it was it was definitely a, a time in my life that was you know it was it was a dark rough time and how old were you when you quit all that stuff 22 22 22 and um you know i a baby Right, yeah. right. I uh, I started young, finished young, and hopefully finished young. You know, yeah. I, I I really, you know, man, like I can't imagine life without you know or with it again. You know, my life is you know like where, where would we put it? Yeah, who like, has time for like it? who has time for it? Right, <laughs> like and I have I have so much fun and so much joy without it, and like I can't I, I wouldn't. Man, I've made it this far, and things are that good. Like, it, like life got bad because of that. Like, and and some I've had this conversation that maybe I was younger, and maybe it was just like that party phase in my life, you know, where like kids go through. I mean, like you know, I think kids have like a drinking phase, maybe a pot phase. People don't have hookers and cocaine phases, right? <laughs> you know, like, I think we can, like, understand. Nobody walks into a crack house yeah, and says, right. give me the smallest yeah, rock you've right? got. <laughs> no one does that, you know? So it's like, I think, you know, just like, it's just like, I, I'm, I'm better without, you know? Yeah, it's like absolutely. the one thing, absolutely. if I can have everything else in life and that's the only thing I can't have, then that's a, that's a good... I'll, I'll take that deal any day of the week. You you know? me so, so, so um, how old were you when you met Chloe's mom? Uh, 19. 19? 19. 19. When did you guys start dating? Um, that was, uh, you know, I was around like that, you know, we started seeing like during like that party phase party and whatnot, phase, yeah. you know, so it was... It was like more of an on and off thing and, and whatnot. And, you know, I, I, I never took it serious. I don't, I don't, I think she yeah. was just trying to have a good, she was a little bit older than me. And I think like just, uh, mm -hmm. you know, we were trying to just have just good have, times, you know, like we kind of like each So you were still, you were still actually, yeah, I guess you were still using. Yeah. We kind of had our own 
I mean, I had to say I had my thing going on, but she had yeah. she had some other stuff going yeah. on in her life too. So yeah. I had some legal issues and whatnot, you know. Mm. So so I was just trying to <laughs> right. look for you know just a good time. But it yeah. um, after a couple you know on and off for a couple of years, it, it definitely manifested into something nice. Because is where before we got started, we were talking about because we we're talking about the the synerg- synergies and and coincidences that life just throws in front of us i didn't know and i I think you and i had talked about this before but i didn't know my one of my dearest friends on the planet was your next door neighbor for years yeah and he used to complain about the yelling and the (laughs) yeah and and he was he was i think he was in recovery at that time you know and uh but uh but then later on, I meet you and come to find out hey, he knew you and you guys knew each other and stuff like that. But I, I thought that was an odd little little coincidence. Uh, <laughs> um, so how how was how old were you when Chloe was born? Twenty three. Twenty three. Twenty three. Nice. So that so you're clean about a year mm-hmm. had a baby and so what. Because you guys were up, you guys were up on the hill at the apartments yep. when you lived next to him. But when I became got to know you, you guys were actually down on the river, yeah, or down by the river is where I would come see you. Um, how long did you guys live down there? I mean, I know, I know when it ended, but you weren't down there that long, were you? I think. Six months, maybe? Year? No, no, it was at least two years. Cause, oh, really? um, from I, I mean, she she moved in there before I moved in with mm-hmm. her, but I think I moved there June of 2009 nice. and then left February of 2011. So I guess that's almost, that was almost two years, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I did. I used to love picking you up and stuff like that. Yeah. We'd have such such good conversation. That was a fun time. I remember uh, took you, uh, my ex-wife and I took you to a convention, uh, and uh, you said you wanted to help out, do some service, and they planted you right at the front door. And There's a family reunion going on there, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was great. One guy, heck, I was just trying to be of service to people, and like somebody asked me, like, I got a dead relative and a major resentment against. How can I? Like, <laughs> uh, look at your face. I think I pointed him to the hospitality room, well, like for coffee and donuts, or you know, like that always helps me. You know, like, oh, that was that was classic. That was fun. Um, so, so I alluded to in the beginning, there was an event. Um, that took place down at the river at the mm-hmm. house. Um, you okay with walking through that day? Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, I'm okay talking about it. It's like, you know, um, I don't know what to, you know, like how much detail to go into because it is dark, but... You tell it how you tell it. Um... Yeah, it was so. It was February 9th, thousand eleven, and um, uh, my girlfriend's ex husband um, 
was, um, you know, it was a like nine o'clock at nine forty at night. I remember looking at the clock, and it was like hearing banging on the door, and um, uh, I had like literally just gotten out of the shower. I think I'm like, who's here at nine forty at night, right? And then um, she goes and checks, and like, oh no, it's 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 him, you know, mm-hmm. my ex husband. And I'm like, oh wow, you know, um, you know. Uh, Wondering why he's like he's banging on like he's like malicious intent and like so I was you know she calls police I go to confront him because it's like he's getting through the door and then um, you know then then I started seeing like bricks on my fireplace disintegrate you know and st- and like he was shooting through the door and then um, you know he got in and she was still on the phone well you know with the uh, the police. Um, but immediately he started shooting at me. Um, I tried to confront him and, um, you know, disarm him or whatnot, but uh, he was heavily armed and um, I took quite a bit of damage. Um, you hit 12 times? Hit 12 times, yeah. Um, uh, not not right away. At first it was just like abdominal and hand hands. I remember your hand. Both hands um, were pretty tore up, um, but like try as I was like trying to get closer to him and whatnot, I would move. Uh, you know, I slipped on my own blood a couple times, and it was, um, you know, I was moving fast. I mean, I was moving yeah. like I've never moving with purpose. <laughs> moving with like I'd never had moved before, right. but um, you know, um, I you know by the time I, I I got to him and and whatnot I you know I was too much too damaged to really do anything and so then retreating was the was the what was the uh, was was the seemed like the right thing to do at the time so I retreated back to like the the bedroom on the other side of the house and uh, he followed me there um, shot through the door and that's the one that I think broke my back because I couldn't stand up back after that like oh, it was one okay. thing like slipping and falling. And then, um, and then I go, and then he shoots at me a couple times while I'm on the ground, and then goes and finds um, my girlfriend and shoots her. Um, at the time, I didn't realize how bad her, how bad she was injured. Um, and then he comes back and and starts, you know, trying to finish me off. And this was like the scary part because, like, you know, he. He'd get on, he'd put it, and I, you know, try to get on top of me and shoot me, and I'd kick him away. Then he'd like sit on my legs and shoot me, and I'd hit away. And then, and then, um, you know, sat on my arms, gun to my head, and like click, and like it was to my head, and then like click, click, and then then he started hitting me with it. And then it was um, right around that time the police got there, and um, he went outside to meet the police, and they had uh, there was a shoot off there. And then um, police came in, and then uh, he uh, he told me, you know, just to hang on. Um, and that Winfield Police, Charles Hobby, um, good man, um, but went out and uh, called people in. And then shortly thereafter, paramedics are in. They're all over the place. Um, they're carrying her out, um, carrying her out first. And that, at this point, point in time, like I was. I just looking at myself, I was I was mangled. Like I had like stuff was sticking out that shouldn't be sticking right, out. Right. Hands were split open. This this thing was I got hit in the nerve. Yeah, where all did where were the twelve? Because I know one was here, wasn't it? Defend. There. Wrist, 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 hand, 
one went through one actually where I was like swinging at the gun one went through like my fist and like uh -huh. left a and came out there uh-huh and then one in the arm one in the chest a bunch of yeah. like rattled throughout the my abdomen and then the back well the one no, I never got shot they like, went through my hole yeah, through it went through mine yeah, gotcha. yeah okay. went through and then um yeah um but then you know laying there on the ground I, I just thought I was I thought I was dying I thought that was it. I, I like, you know, uh, my girlfriend. She seemed like she was okay. Um, she was still talking. I, I remember. I remember you telling me that. I remember hearing her. Like she was in pain. She was in a lot of pain. But I remember hearing her talking. Um, and they got her out of there first. Um, I just I figured they were helping her because it seemed like you know <laughs> where you're gonna put your eggs at type yeah, thing. It just yeah. made more sense. And um, yeah, I just. Um, you know, I was, it was just kind of okay. Like, mm -hmm. I was okay. You know, as long as everybody else was okay, I was okay. Mm -hmm. And um, and then... Um, and were you in and out? Or um, was there like a... I remember, so I remember all conversations I had that night. Really? really. I, all, I, I, I remember the conversations I had with the police officer, the, the paramedics, um, Vince and Mary um, from Lincoln County Fire Department were the ones who took care of me, but they... Um, I remember they looked differently, like they looked differently than what I remember that night. Like Charles, like physically, they physically different. Like I remembered Charles, Charles, the, the police officer, has this like big buff young guy with a brown uniform on. Mm -hmm. But he's actually in, who's an older gentleman at the time that wore a blue Winfield Police Department mm -hmm. uniform. Yeah. And then um, the paramedics. Um, Vince, um, he's like, uh, he was at the time, he was like, uh, probably late thirties, early forties guy, maybe a little bit of gray, but I remember him just, just again, being like a buff, like physically like monstrous looking guy. And then Mary, um, she was, the, so she was the one who kind of like sat by me and like, just talk, like kept me talking on the ambulance. And like, I remembered her being like an older, like older like woman right and um turns out she's actually a very young like skinny woman and he's just like a, you know just a like an average, an average built built guy and like i was like understanding like why that's weird but my but my mind told me like the big buff cop he's gonna protect you the guy like the paramedic the events who was jumping around he was the one like pretty much doing all the i think she did a couple things around my head the bandages but she was the one who just like calming me you know, keeping me talking. We talked about like what I was going to school for. I, I remember that I talk, I've talked to them a couple of years after a couple and, times. Had you started school before that? Yeah. For, for your degree? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. I actually, um, I started school in prison. Oh. Started college while I was in prison. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. Um, anyway, I'm sorry. But, uh, but yeah, I remember, uh, like just having those conversations and like whatnot. And, um, I remember getting to the hospital. And that's kind of when I started feeling things. Like, I guess adrenaline and all that, whatnot. But I shock. Yeah. And like, but pain, once once I got to the hospital, that's when pain set in. And then they put me out immediately. How long were you out? I don't remember. day or so, maybe? day or so? Yeah. Um, but then I think when I came to, I wasn't, like, coherent right away. So it was, like, a couple of in and out. Um, 
things. But like once I came to, I think I was like re able to communicate. Like that's when um, um, like I started asking about what had happened. Like I knew what had happened to me, and I knew like I was shot and whatnot. But I was more so, what about my girlfriend? What about the kids? What was happened? That when they told you. Yeah. Um, they told me that she had. Well, it was. Um, they didn't want to tell me. Like, because uh, I kept asking, I kept signing, like when I, because I had a respirator and I kept asking, like, I, I'd make a hugging sign. They knew what I was talking, I could tell, like, my mom, because I'd ask my mom, like, they knew what I was talking about. But they didn't want to, like, it's the doctors told him, like, he's... Don't stress him. Yeah, but then, um, but then uh, as soon as they removed that, that tube from my mouth, that was like the first, like, I coughed up a bunch of stuff, I'm like, what happened to my girlfriend? And the nurse went out there and like, hey, like, hey, I don't care what this doctor says. He's gonna, you need to tell him. He needs to know. And that's uh, when they told me that uh, she passed away. And that was. Uh, that was Chloe in the house. Definitely. She was. Didn't. No. Uh, her. So Lisa and him had two kids together. Um, the older, the older one, um, Sarah. She. Uh, she. She. She woke up the kid, you know, her, her younger brother and the baby, and pretty, pretty much picked them up and, and ran out the house. So they saw they saw they saw more than what they needed to see. Yeah. Heard more than what now, they needed. Now, to didn't see. he do? Didn't he do something before he even got to you guys? Yeah, yeah, he um, he uh. What he got, did, did you ever find out? What I mean, it, I be I looked, I looked into it a little bit, and um, he apparently had a disagreement with his roommate, who was like his best friend and roommate, and over a dog going to the bathroom on the floor. Mm -hmm. And um, I, from what I heard, and this mm -hmm. is like, you know, he shot the dog, and, um, you know, his roommate, you know, it was his dog, got upset about it, you know, and shot him too. And then, then uh, came... Figured, well, I might as well. Yeah. So, I mean, he was... I mean, it's, you know, it's like one thing to shoot your, you know, your 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 ex-wife's boyfriend or whatnot, but when you're when it's like a dog or even your best friend, it's just it's a, it was a sick man. Yeah. So, yeah. So how? <clears throat> so after you found out what happened, how did that sit? Just remember, like, cold. It was just so cold and like the dark. I didn't know what to think, you know, like she was supposed to be a part of my life. She was supposed to be a part of my life. I didn't know, I didn't think of a life without her, you know, and um, it was, and it was just, I was just blank, to be honest with you. Um, I was on a lot of pain medication, mm -hmm. and I, uh, I, I think I talked about it a little bit, but I don't. I don't. Was Tom? Was any of our friends there? I a lot of friends. Yeah. I had so many friends that came to the house, like friends and family and mm -hmm. and whatnot that that came there to um, to yeah, to support. Yeah, yeah, like our our mutual friend Tom. He was he sat by my hospital bed every day, yeah. every day. Um, I didn't know. Like a lot of times, I, I physically couldn't speak. Uh -huh. But he was he was there, uh, and then like a lot of our, a lot of our mutual friends. I think they had a. Um, it was cool. Like um, a lot of people came to see me. It was to the point that almost it was exhausting for me to have right. people in that that hospital room. <laughs> right, right. I remember that, and, but it was like you know, um, and they come like during like the busy out, like the, the usual visit hours. But like the friends like that I, 
you know, there was a couple guys that were like always there, yeah. you know, and um, I remember the call came out that uh, I remember the call that they called everyone and they said, okay, you guys got to stop coming. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> He's exhausted. Yeah. Well, there'd be like 15 people in that hospital room at a time, you know, and it was like, you know, everybody bringing me gifts and, and like, it was funny. They would bring me, people were bringing me food to eat, you know, and I'm like, I was shot in the stomach, you know, like I can't eat, you know, tubes. Yeah. Like, um, Liquid diet. it was a, yeah, it was, a. you know, it was, it was as sad as that situation was, though, like, I, I'd like to think, like, you know, like, that time in my life before, you know, like, when I was drinking and using and whatnot, that was, like, the real dark time. I was miserable then. I never was miserable through, I, I never, I mean, I had, like, miserable days. You know, there was, you know, learn how to walk and use your hands and whatnot again. You were tore up. Yeah. Yeah, and, but it was like, it wasn't, and I had some like bad days, yeah. but it wasn't as like, I remember a period of time before I got, you know, you know, before I started, you know, trying to quit drinking and using and that, I was just miserable. You know, I hated my life. I never hated How long were you in prison? About nine months. Nine months. And, um, but like that, that sense like afterwards, you know, cause like I, I guess I had hope, you know, that no matter how bad, you know, like it was. Like, I was sad at times, you know, like, there was times, you know, especially, like, thinking about my girlfriend, Lisa, um, every time I'd think about it, I would cry. I would, it was just like, I would, like, see something that would make me think of her. It would, like, be like, you know, she was Filipino, I'd see rice, and it would make me cry, you know, but, like, I started, like, looking at those, or, like, those are, those are ways, those aren't, like, sad things those are ways that she's remaining like whenever you whenever someone passes on and there's so, you see something that reminds you of and that's their that's their opportunity to still be in your life you know and like i started like quickly seeing seeing it like that and well, the, the one of the pieces that of your inspiration to me was that forgiveness and i use that word at the beginning of this how because I remember, <laughs> word travels fast. I remember probably within a day of when you said you forgive him. Um, it was, it was, uh, so my mom, a lot of my family were like, they were angry. Yeah. And maybe they, had, maybe they, you know, I remember people telling me that you have a right to be angry. And, you know, like I, um, I don't know, man. I'm like, I'm a big Star Wars nerd, you know. Like, anger is the path to the dark side, you know. It's the, you know, anger leads to hate, hate leads to suffering, and, and you know, it's the whole. And you know, like I, um, I, I as, as nerdy as that is, you know, there's, there's truth in that, you know. I'm like, I just mentioned, I, you know, it was hard for me to speak. I was like, God, I hope God has mercy on him. You know, I said something of that manner, and like people, you know, like the whole, like you know, my mom was complaining about it to this person. I don't even remember who all was in there. I just remember all these people were just so mad at this sick and man. And he and he he passed in the gunfight. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but he was a sick man. Yeah. It's like, I, yeah. like you know, um, you know, it's like getting mad for somebody for having the flu. You know, it's the same. A mental illness is, you know, it's just doesn't have as many you know outgoing symptoms, if you yeah. will. Um, but yeah, I you know I, I hope God you know forgives him you know or whatever being or, or whatnot you choose to believe in you know like because I, I know that 
me harboring and, you know, holding on to anything, you know, like, and that's especially anything in the past, you know, is like definitely that's the path to the dark side. And like, and with that, it's like that suffering, you know, and like, I, I don't, I didn't, I knew, I didn't know how long I was going to live, but I didn't want to be pissed off about it, you know, so... I remember I got, I, I can't remember, because I was checking after they said no more coming down, I was checking, and uh, <laughs> some, somebody said he forgave him today, and it was, uh, I, I just, I just had to sit down and stop for a minute and really, like I told you at the beginning, I had to think about that. Yeah. You know, and uh, here's, here's, you were the kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. We were the old guys, and you were the kid, you know, to some degree. And, and then here's the kid doing something that's making us old guys stop and go, I don't know if I got that in me, you know? And, uh, dude, you inspired so many people with just that. And I know you don't want to hear that and take credit for that, but that's, that's such an amazing example of, of whatever whatever it is I, and that's I don't know man like is it in me I don't I don't know like it but it's it's definitely it manifested it manifested in me and that it just you know I'm a big I, I like I like being in the moment you know whatever 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 feels good you know that doesn't ruin my life you know like I, I like it you know like I, I'm a fan of feeling good whatever whatever it is and what i'm not a fan of is feeling like shit and being angry and pissed off and you know like mm -hmm. and to me like hating people is just not it's and even like people tell me like you have a right to be i'm like you know like like i have we were taught there's no justified I, I, I have a right to a lot of things you know yeah. i mean it's like the one thing like um just because you can do something doesn't mean you should you know there's um you know like i don't i don't i don't know man you know it's like a it's simple you know a simple mindset you know forgive and let live you yeah. know and um you know i'm not i'm not a religious man by any means you know i, I mean like i grew up around it but like you know, man, there was a guy who walked this world, you know, supposedly a long time ago that, you know, people treated him like shit and he he still loved them and still willing to give his life to save them, you know, and like, um, I don't know how far I am from that, but like, I figured like that was, that's an idea like he would try to do, you know, and like, I think, you know, like it's really, you know, like the Bible to me is this like kind of like a cool comic book without pictures you know like how especially that it's a part, graphic novel the part of that where he you know or like you know like superheroes you know like when you when you asked me in the beginning like who i looked up to i was like really into like those people who were just magnificent that you know superpowers not realistic but like there was no there was no they were perfect you know and um i knew i wasn't perfect but like you know that idea of like of striving to towards it and and like just trying to be like the, uh, you know, like the ideal person, you know, like um, all those superheroes, that, you know, like eventually, you know, cause like and, and people, you know, we're, we're not perfect, but people, um, what gives the most, you, you know, the people who, who are willing to give it all and the willing mm -hmm. the people who are able to look past, you know, like, you know, I've, I've had, I've done, made a lot of mistakes in my life and the people I, 
you know, as far as in my career and whatnot, the people I respect most are, and I, and I think some of the smartest people are people who are willing to give me opportunities, mm-hmm. um, which says like, you know, like they forgave me, you know, like they didn't know the crimes I did. They, they didn't know me then, but you know, like a lot of places, you know, like maybe jobs or careers or whatnot, they don't give you a job because they can't forgive you, you know, or, say, or maybe they don't trust you or whatnot, you know? And, Maybe to some extent, like there's there's reason for that, and that's debatable. But you know, for me, it was like um, giving, you know, given you know, I mean, he he died, but you know, giving that opportunity, you know, um, I feel like was the right thing. Even even for me, you know, not in forgiveness. They say it isn't just about the other person; it's about about yourself. So you can yeah, for yeah, you know, and um, you know, and I've, I've I've you know, walking walking a life with an addiction. Is there's no there's no heavier chains, mm-hmm. you you know that, yeah. and there's no heavier chain than than that, you know, and like a resentment or anger or anything like that. It's just I don't think I would have lived much longer, you yeah. know. Yeah, you know, I definitely have a, a any type of quality of life, yeah. you know. And now, didn't you you? How long before that night in February did you start training for? You did jujitsu, right? And I know I know you had your first match yeah pretty much right before that right before that first mma fight for, yeah yeah first, first fight. MMA, 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 yeah. mma mma fight yeah yeah um in december before that you won that one didn't you yeah 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 was um and like it was like i was planning to do it again i was actually you know in the middle of getting ready for a fight yeah it seemed yeah. like you were pretty stoked about it you were yeah and then, um, and, stuff. and then you know i think that being in shape like that was one thing that kept me alive you know shredded too i I lost i lost you know like i don't think there was a lot of things that happened that why i survived and it was like you know being in shape great paramedics and great doctors and you know and then the physical therapy and everybody who there was a million people i feel like at one point in time that helped put me back together and well i i remember seeing you for the first time after you got back out and around and I was in shock because I... I was 120 pounds. Yeah, and frail. Yeah. Very frail and broken and busted up. And I, the best way I can remember it is, I know you weren't wearing like a robe, like an old man when I saw you that the, the first time after you got out. But if I could have put like an old man's head on you, that's what it would have looked like. You were shuffling yeah. your feet and the arms were... and. You're training again, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I yeah, I, I mean, I've, and I've competed since and and whatnot. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, there's still pain that happens because of that stuff, you know, especially my hands and like my back. But um, but again, it's like I like stuff that feels good. Train you know? through. I like, you know, well, no, man. It's like listen to your body. You know, like you okay. know, sometimes I have trained through things, and it's like maybe I, you know make things worse than they are but like you know trying to like listen to my body you know your body the thing with you know that how and this is my fitness belief mm-hmm. your body wants to perform it wants to it wants to it wants to push its limits mm-hmm. you know but it wants you to feed it right it wants you to you know let it rest but it also wants if something's not right it wants you to get it fixed you know type thing so but so, it also likes pizza too. <laughs> I know that. Right. Um, so a couple points I like to touch on. 
One thing, I, another inspiring thing that I saw that I thought was so cool, like you alluded to earlier, that uh, Lisa and Chloe, they uh, are, are of Filipino descent. And I remember when Chloe was little, you took her back to the Philippines to meet her family. That was actually just recently. Yeah, and you didn't take her. I went once on my own because like, okay, I, I was like, that's I, what I'm thinking. I was traveling about. I was over, you know, and yeah. I wanted to meet. I had never met them. And this is after. Yeah. We're talking after yeah. that night. Yeah, I had never met them, and I wanted, to, and I had never really traveled internationally or anything on my own, you know. Mm-hmm. So like, I kind of wanted to. I was wanting to see the world a little yeah. bit, you know. Yeah. I got to got to meet them, and it was like. Gave me some because that's where Lisa's buried at. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, that's fair. And I, uh, I didn't get to accompany her there, but um, kind of it was like an opportunity to get some like closure and whatnot and meet some of her family and whatnot. So then, and, and how long ago was it you took Chloe back to meet her family? It was this past December, actually. Really? And that was like one of the coolest, coolest experiences. Like, no, I mean, like some of them. And who is it? Would it be Lisa's parents and sisters, brothers, or how, how, well, what's Lisa's, the dynamic? Lisa's father passed away. Okay. So her mom and her sister. She has she has family like all like they like, live in Japan and um, you know other parts uh-huh. of the Philippines. But we went to like their their hometown, like where okay. Lisa was from. Okay. Um, so like her her mom, her her youngest sister, and. Um, her cousin and her, their families. So had Chloe talked to them like on FaceTime yeah. and stuff? She yeah, knew she, she knew them and uh-huh. um, it was like, it was a really, it was really cool. Like uh, the, the one, I, I think it's the least, it was her mom's cousin's kid, her and her like the same age and they uh-huh. were like, like peas and carrots. Yeah. Like they, they, the way they talked and when they picked us up from the airport, it's like they'd known each other their whole lives. <laughs> it was, it was um, it was a, and then it was like you know my dad tr- took us places when we were younger you know never anywhere that far like, right. but um, it was like cool to like share that with her but it was like we did a lot of stuff like we were there for like almost two weeks so we did a lot of a lot of like like we went and swam with whale sharks oh, wow. and like hiked a couple water you know water you're a fun dad. I try, but, and like hung out at like resorts and like water parks, but like I'm down, like, you know, man, if you ever go on vacation, it's just exhausting doing stuff day after day. schedules. But it's like having a couple days just to hang out at like your, your, your grandma's house, you know, and like, and man, these people love to feed you, man. Oh. Like, oh my goodness, <laughs> I had so much over there, man. Like, one thing, one thing that was funny, did you know that coconuts are natural laxatives? I do now. I learned that after house in a coconut. Like this guy, <laughs> he cracks open a coconut, and I'm like, "Oh man, this is delicious! It's like a sweet, like um, juice, like uh-huh. and coconut like milk. Yeah. yeah." And then like Chloe, me and Chloe, James, she's like, "Okay, I've had enough. Okay, I'm just gonna kill it, you know." Uh-huh. And then all, then we're like sitting down to eat lunch at these people's <laughs> house, right? And it's like, <laughs> oh no, like. And like there, it's a little bit different over there. Their houses and bathrooms don't have as like much privacy, so it's like a bathroom with like a curtain and like near the kitchen. There's no acoustic baffling or anything. <laughs> well, it was like I think it was the smell. Oh. And like, oh. and like, like I leave the bathroom and Chloe's like, Dad, 
that's bad. I'm like, well, what do you want me to do? It's the coconut. Milk. Yeah, and the but they were um, they were so polite about it. The um, Yin Yin, uh, Lisa's cousin, was like. It's okay. We're used to it, you know. Like, <laughs> like it's okay. Like, like it's okay. Like they were always. They're always like, you know. There's a little bit of a language barrier. Like some of them speak English really well, but it's like uh, can even be a broken English sometimes. But they're always like, they're always like so cool to me. Uh-huh. Um, and like, you know, like I, I've gotten closer with some of, some of the family than others yeah. and whatnot. But like, I love those people. Mm-hmm. And like. Um, you know, I, I it, things are cultural, you know, difference and, and whatnot, but it's like, man, like, you know, it's like good people. Mm-hmm. And, and like, you know, they, it's it's just cool knowing that like, I've made that like a connection with somebody. And like, I, I, I met them after after Lisa passed. And like, um, is there, do you feel a lot of Lisa there when you're, when you're with them and interacting with them? Yeah, no, like, there's there's certain things like I, I feel connection with Lisa like I said like when I eat rice or, or you know like I never look at Chloe <laughs> there's little things yeah. that you know but it's like with with them you know it's like um, I like I yeah I definitely see like some things and like um, like one of the, one of Lisa's siblings looks just like her you know but like it's um also like they're all like you everybody every every human being in this world is unique to some extent and it's like i know them because of lisa but like you know i'm not like that's it's separate it's separate like they're like i I don't know how i would have met them without it but like um without her but like man like and i don't know i mean who knows how i think but i'm like so glad that those people are a part of my life and uh because they're whether you know I met him through Lisa or other people or, or, or whatnot, like I, I really, I think anybody who doesn't know them are missing out because they're just, I don't know, they're awesome. They're, they're not just like my in-laws, if you will, but they're, they're like my friends, you know. And um, like I said, I'm closer with some than the others, but like man, like. And like we did a bunch of karaoke like every time I go there I do a bunch of karaoke and it's so like it's so like they have a karaoke machine outside their house and like they were doing it in the rain and whatnot they, they that's what Radame says Radame always says they have a karaoke they love it's it though. They, they rent a karaoke machine for 24 hours <laughs> they're using it for 24 hours and it's like I love it I love it like that's and uh, you know it's like you know, here, like, you go to, like, karaoke bars, and it's got to be, like, a, it's kind of a fancy thing, you know, yeah. or, or, but there, man, like, we're just outside with a microphone and a TV, and, like, it was a good time, yeah. man, yeah. Um, I call, <clears throat> you're the closest thing to an adrenaline junkie that I know, and, and maybe that's just because I know somewhere along the line, when, when did you get into skydiving? Now, is is it skydiving or are, do you consider yourself an adrenaline junkie after that night? Did, did, did that remove something for you that you're not afraid of certain things? But because I know you skydive, did you bungee jumped? No. No, you never bungee jumped. I thought you bungee jumped. Oh uh, yeah, actually, like it wasn't a cage type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you did some bungee jumping. Uh, skydiving is your life, I believe. Now. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's a part of my. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely a part. Yeah. Are you 
instructing now too? I do like coaching. Coaching. So I have like a coach rating, um, but I definitely want to get more like instructor ratings. So tell me, when, where, it seems like it's three or four years ago anyway, probably, it's probably. It's been five years since I've been licensed, but the, the term of junkie and adrenaline, like so, <laughs> so I, I have always, it's, it's, it's terminology. Yeah, yeah, okay. I, I, but I, I always like to do it justice. Like, okay, so okay, I, okay, give it to him. I have, <laughs> gone without showering and gone like, you know, I have done questionable things to, to make a habit, you know, to get a habit, you know, oh, okay. I've never had to do that for Sky. No, okay. I might have put off a bill for a couple days, you know, to the next paycheck. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know, you are adrenaline inclined. I'm a thrill seeker. You're a thrill seeker. Thank you. See, that's what I'm looking for. We're, Clarification. We got to be politically correct yes. these days. So, okay. Now that I've been clarified. So when did skydiving become a part of your life was it just on a whim just so i did a tandem one day mm-hmm. um it was like one summer i was doing an internship and like some people were we were all supposed to go all these people backed out the morning up i was like well i got 50 bucks on the line you know like <laughs> i'm still going you know like and it was like a great i had a, had a blast i did a tandem skydive had a blast um and then uh was that here or it was in uh Williamsburg, Missouri, a fly-free skydiving, okay. uh, a flying V skydiving. Sorry, fly-free was in St. Louis, but um, but then um, you know, about a year went past, and then I I thought I was like, I thought I kept thinking about like, man, that was fun. Like you know, I watched the video every now and then, but like, I want to do this. Like, and I call up the the place that I did the jump at, and like, hey, what do I? What would it take to be a, like do it on my own? You know, because the whole thing is like, I just want to do it on my own once. You know, mm-hmm. I'm like. Wear my own parachute and fly like that because I, I think that'd be cool. And then like, then it's like the yeah, this you do this, you do ground school, and then um, then like I was like, wow, that was cool. I want more, you know. Now, did, now, did you have to do a bunch of tandems beforehand? Is it I kind of like that, or how do, does that process So I did work? I did two tandems before I did my AFF accelerated freefall jumps, and like you know after that it was like. I mean, was it a lot of classroom work or about or six hours of classroom up front? Uh-huh. And then like and then like the jumping starts and then before each jump like you know but like twenty minutes to an hour of, of like briefing with your instructor of what you're supposed to do and then a, a debrief afterwards. Uh-huh. So um, but yeah it was uh, something that it, it just was like uh, it's at, like I just wanted to get like you know it started as like okay I jumped on my own okay and then I wanna I just wanna you know get past like AFF which is like the first you know, basically you can be a safe. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, so this is cool. Then I want to get my license, which is like 25 skydives and a bunch of accuracy landings. And, and I was like, man, this is fun, you know. And mm-hmm. then, then it became like, okay, I want to get gear. I want to get more and like yeah. more education and just, you know, faster stuff and mm-hmm. different ways of flying and whatnot. So so what, have you done like the flying suits or you done anything yeah. like that? How is that? It's fun. It's fun. My, I like. Um, you like the free fall. I like free flying. So it's like head down, head up, type type flying. So like ver- fast vertical descent. Um, I like like, and then even flying like head down like with the dynamic to it. You know, angle flying. Um, wingsuiting. Um, it was fun. I tried it. I did about twenty five wingsuit jumps, mm-hmm. and it was. Um, it was it was a lot of fun, but it's like um, you know the, it's a, just a different discipline of skydiving that um, you know I'm subgenre. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, they're all like subgenres. <laughs> you know, like skydiving. Then like there's 
multiple different, yeah. but it's well, like, sure. that's probably the most popular, like what people, you know, definitely yeah. like, you know, see, but it's, um, it was definitely a lot of fun, yeah. you know, but uh, I like, you know. Is it something Chloe's inter interested in? Nope. Not at all. No, she likes, she likes actually hanging out at the skydiving. We go, the one we, uh, I jump at, because I live in, Mich you know, Michigan, yeah. the one in Midwest Freefall, like, uh, it's like everybody there is like, you know, like the main like group of skydivers yeah. and the people who work there are like the regulars. So it's like family to yeah. me now, and they're like, um, it's funny. Like when we when uh, I show up there with her, they all say hi to her, but they don't say hi to me. They're like it's like <laughs> she's cuter than you. Are. Well, she's more. She definitely has more personality. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of a, you know I I don't talk to many people right yeah. unless I unless they converse with me. But like they all is I've I've, I've I've sunk in with them, you yeah, know, yeah. but, uh, they're, um, yeah. but, uh, you know, it's like, she's just as much a part of that, that click as, as if you That's will, awesome. as I am, you know, and she doesn't, she's never jumped out of place. She, I don't think she wants to. I got her to fly in a wind pond one time, a couple times, actually. Yeah. It's, she has, she'll do it like a little bit, but then like, okay, you know, yeah. I'm done. You know, I want to watch you, you know, type thing. So I bet she'll jump. We'll see. I'm not. Um, I mean, I know you. I you are the last person that will push, but I bet I bet you she'll at least. Yeah, I would get like, toe in it. I would like talk her out of it. You know, really. I would talk her out of it, and then if she still wants to, then it's okay. Then mm -hmm. like, then 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 that's how you know you want to do it. Like you know, maybe if it's tandem skydiving, you know, but like if you want to be a like being a skydiver, it's a lot of work and a mm -hmm. time commitment, and it, mm -hmm. and it is extremely dangerous. You know, but there's a lot of there's a lot of intelligent and dedicated people who, you know, whether it's gear or aircraft regulations that have made it to where we can have a good time. With I it. Did, didn't you tell me about a certain celebrity who shall remain nameless who showed up and didn't, he wanted to bypass all of the, all of those things and... Are we not going to say his name? You can say it. I don't. I don't give two shit. It was shit. Kid Rock. It was Kid it Rock. It was Kid Rock. Yeah. yeah. He showed up and he wanted to bypass everything, all the training yeah. and everything. And you had you got to tell him. Did you get to tell him no? No, no. It was like he like he didn't want to wait his turn, and then he didn't want to like you know kind of go through all the the class, know, yeah. the classes. And then they're like you know okay man you know like we like but they didn't give a shit like you yeah. know like if, if you don't want to adhere to things you know this is how we keep it this is how we keep it fun you know yeah. it's safe it's fun because we follow a few rules you know so <laughs> yeah yeah and, and, yeah i think of that story every time i see him now that's funny um so good music though yeah oh good yeah. music yeah, yeah. I, I jam out yeah. yeah um so if you had to given the you know, I mean, you've been to prison. Uh, somebody tried to kill you. They took away somebody you love. Cleaned your life up. You're a single dad. You're a thrill seeker. Finished school while being a dad. Finished engineering school while being a dad. Single dad. I'm sure you had a lot of help, but still not an easy feat. You got strong family all over the world. Um, if there was one truth that you could give, like if you had, if you got 10 minutes left, man, before you go out, 
you got to deliver the message to one person. What would that be? Um, to one person, I, I, you know, I, I mean, definitely, I would say like one of like my daughter. Um, you know, what, what, what would that truth be? Well, to sum up your experience here and give them everything you could. To, to live, to live it as if you know, like live, live with love. You know, it's like love what you do. You know, love who you're around. You know, and if and if, that, and if if the current situation isn't the case, then what's there to change? You know, like have have a good time. You know, have a good time. You know, be around people you love and do shit you have fun with. You know, like like. Anything I do, whether it's you know, lake on the lake, or with my your friends, or my kid, or at the beach, you know, or skydiving, like good times with great people, you know, do that. Just keep doing that, um, you know. Um, and uh, you know, and if you know, one thing that I, I think too, you know, um, you know, like don't like don't regret things, you know. Like I, I don't like. You know, like the one truth, you know, like I don't regret not, you know, I don't like having regrets, you know, so it's like, you know, whether it's talking to a girl or jumping out of a plane or, you know, taking a tri an expensive trip or something like I, I, I can make more money, you know, I can I can't regret I can't make more time I can't regret or, or go back and do an opportunity, yeah. you know, um, you, you know, like it's as scary as things are, you know, like the face of music, you know, like, and I'm not, I'm not saying one to live without fear. There's, I, I've, I've heard of, um, this, this skydiver based on Brad follow, uh, Matt, Matt Blanc. Um, and he, um, he said, I can't, you know, he's a philosopher. He went to school for that type of stuff. So he's much smarter than I am. I'm just a humble engineer. Right. But he, um, the people who say they, they're not afraid, he, he must not love anything, you know, because like I, there's so much in this world I love, you know, and like if I if I die in a in a skydiver or something tomorrow, you know, it's like my my fear is that I I haven't loved enough, or I haven't you know been been as got you know close to the people that I you know that I wanted to, you know, and I always I always think about. That's something I think about, you know, like I hope my last, you know, like you because, you know, there's people you see you know, all the time that maybe you didn't say you loved them the last time. But it, I hope that even if I don't say, you know, how I feel that people just people close to me, especially just know, you know, and that's, I don't know, that's the, like the best the truth, you know, like, I just want people to know like even though I, I maybe, you know, some may think it's a reckless life or, 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 you know, maybe I take risk or, you know, it could happen in a car accident, you know, who knows, you know, but I, I just, I, I want people to know like that, you know, I, I love them. And uh, yeah, I'm definitely, and I, I want more good times. And, you know, don't be sad that I'm gone, you know, just enjoy my, my moment and, and my, my memory and, uh, Whenever you do something fun, think about me then, you know? So, it's a smiling Joe philosophy. It's, it's, <laughs> it's a pretty simple, I don't know, man. It's simple. You it's, know? Simple. it's simple. It's simple. Okay. Yeah. So, I like simple things, man. 
I really do. I like simple things because then I can complicate them. Right. The simpler <laughs> things are, the less I ever think of, you know? So. Right. Oh. So you got anything? I know usually my guests, I give them an opportunity to uh, give shout outs, uh, shameless plugs, whatever you got anybody you want to talk um, about? Or? Yeah, a couple. So depending on where you're at in this world, um, Midwest uh, Freefall in uh, near Detroit, uh, awesome place. Uh, one of my favorite places to skydive. Um, then, um, you know, a couple places to skydive around the Missouri, you know, St. Louis area. Um, uh, Flying V Ranch in Williamsburg, um, Missouri, and then um, Skydive STL in uh, in Festus. Um, I uh, and then also uh, Skydive the Golf. Um, I know the I've never been to the Skydive the Golf, but I know the owner. They're the same owners who do Skydive STL, and they're like some of the coolest people I've ever met. Mm -hmm. And then um, um, I'm assuming Skydive the Golf of Mexico. Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. In Alabama. Sorry. Okay. Um, and then uh, a couple gyms. Uh, first of all, uh, Victorious MMA in near the Detroit area. Awesome place. That's where you know my home in martial arts right now. Mm -hmm. um, and then locally to the Missouri area is the Wolf Done Training. Um, great. Um, you know, I, man. Like I, I haven't been there in a little while, but like. It was like one of my friends who started that gym, and he's yeah. just like, it's really seeing like I remember. Is this, that where you fought out of on your first fight? I, uh, well, I've always trained with him. Oh, okay. Always it, when I was competing, I always trained with him. We, we, like there was a point in time he was he was doing privates out of his parents' garage. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So like, um, he's he's dedicated to to martial arts. It's his passion, and it's like you know him sharing with people is something he loves doing. Mm -hmm. But. Uh, and also, he just takes good care of the facility, and 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 just you know, just wants to. Doesn't care about people being great fighters. He just wants people to be better. Oh, which is. I like um, that. I like that. And you know, I've been in gyms. Those are the gyms that I I enjoy being at. And he he definitely runs one of them. Cool. Well, I got to tell you, <clears throat> it's it. I personally, like we said before, I I don't think I've seen you since two Christmases ago. In person, I see on Facebook all the time. We're always sharing yeah. memes about poop or something. I don't, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but I love seeing your pictures. I love seeing your smiling face, and I carry memories of you with me all the time. And I, but I'm so bummed you didn't bring the stash. Um, I, it was weird, dude. Let's be real. It, like I, I, I was, I, it's like I, yes, uh, he grew the most beautiful porn stash <laughs> recently, and he was posting <laughs> pictures of it, and he tagged me in one of them, and then it, uh, it's gone when uh, he got here. I was so bummed. It was glorious. It, it was funny, but it, like, dude, my kid hated looking at it. She's like, <laughs> like, I, as she went to bed one day, I had a beard and woke up, and she's like. What did you do? And like she's like, you don't like it. She's like, no, that's <laughs> creepy. <laughs> it looked glorious. It was, it was like, it was a fun like moment thing. But it was like, I I couldn't leave look at myself and take myself serious, you know. Um, that was great. Uh, yeah. Man, you you always. I remember when I was getting out of jail and and whatnot. You were one of the people who were always there to. I don't know. You were like the, a, like a brother, you know. You're like I, I remember whether it was I'd call you and tell you about how you know my day was going and how how immature I was, and you set me straight or or uh, just hanging out, man. It was a uh, yeah, definitely. You were 
there was a like a def I definitely my sen there was a couple sensitive times of my life where you were just you were just there. With no creep. Well no expectations <laughs> or whatnot, but you were just there. And that was just being there for people, you know, I, I like all the hard times in my life. I learned like I don't know the answers. Like I'm not I'm not Vince Lombardi, you know. If people ask me what I told myself to get through that, oh, like you know, I would. It was literally like, stop being a bitch. <laughs> like you know, like get up. Like oh my hand hurt. This therapy hurts. You know, like man up and do what the you know like yeah. do what the doctor's telling you to do. You know, like it wasn't like you know it wasn't any like you know, Friday Night Lights speech or anything like that. It was like, I'm that simple. It's like, man, the fuck up. <laughs> right. And it's like, but it was like, the thing that I learned most is like, man, like the people who are around you, you know, like, you know, you ever see like a, the, the what's the thing about a bad apple and a quart of apples? Like it'll get the rest of them nasty, you know? Like, I think we're a product of the people we, we're around, you know? And like, you know, we, we don't, we, I mean, I live couple uh, like about a thousand miles away now but like you know it's you know just because we move on and whatnot you know we're still like you were that you were you were a critical part of my life you know and like i don't know where i'd be without guys like you so it's like and you mean you know <clears throat> well you are more than welcome anytime you come in town come in here and just hang out and bullshit and uh or just we ain't even gonna do it here we just go do something else and and i definitely I want you to get your tandem license for instructing because my bucket list has skydiving on it. If I never get that rating, because like it's, there's been some complications on why I can't get that rating. Well, can, I, can you at least be in the air while? Yes, I could, I'll be flying around you and whatnot. Okay, okay. so I can right. do that. Yeah. Okay, within the next five years, I'm jumping out of a plane, and I yeah. want you to be there. Awesome. I hey, like skydive STL. I know a couple awesome dudes that work there. So, okay. Yeah. Well, it's a deal. You shake on it now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, perfect. All right, brother. I love you. Thank you so much for being here. And like I said, thanks for being an inspiration in my life. I love you. Thanks, bud. Love you too. Hey family, Joe B from Crusher Cast here. I'm here with my friend, Joe Kloss. We just wanted to give a big shout out and some love to our buddies, Tattoos and Turnpikes, Big Dave and Robbie Callery, and the whole gang. Yeah, I think he's covered in some. This one's Robbie, this one's Dave, and I got a couple more on my body from the guys too. Yeah, so we just want to give some love and tell them congratulations on all their success. Love the show. We love you guys. Thanks, guys. Keep it up.